1: Welcome back as we head into Hour 2 this fine Friday, 602 5080960 Fun Friday, Optimistic Friday. Parts of this uh, show are sponsored in part by our latest sponsor, Nationwide Coin and Bullion Reserve. In times of flux, you want something solid, solid as gold. Nationwide is a trusted source for precious metals with a 4.6 star rating on Trustpilot. They provide excellent customer service, fast delivery, and it's delivered safe to your hands. Nationwide Coin and Bullion Reserve has an exceptional offer for new customers, too. While supplies last, you can get a one-ounce Gold Eagle, Eagle coin at cost at cost for just eighteen seventy-five. It's a heck of a deal. Weight and purity are backed by the U.S. government. It's a great opportunity to safeguard your future, so call Nationwide at 800-850-1155. That's 800-850-1155. And mention that you heard about them on my show, Nationwide Coin at 800 Do we have Dave from Surprise? Nice to see you, Dave. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm so
2: blessed, teacher. What an amazing week. What an amazing month. What an amazing year.
1: It's been an amazing year. I mean, where we are today, given what March looked like and what April looked like and what May, I mean, it was not a propitious beginning. When you think about it, really, right? It started with impeachment. It then went into shut and lockdown and panic mode. It went into economic collapse. And we are not only digging out, we're jumping out. The sun is shining and Donald Trump's going to be reelected. And people are excited about that, right? Is that about where you are?
2: Sir, yes, sir. And I'll give you a testimony for that. I'm, I'm at my 13th week in a row up at... Uh... I-17 in Carefree Highway, had 240 people the last two weeks. Coming off the rally at Goodyear, I was the first person through the Secret Service gate. So me and my crew were 30 feet from the president. got a chance to talk to Senator Rand Paul, uh, Senator Mike Lee from Utah, and Nigel Farage gave an amazing two-minute speech.
1: I bet. Amazing. Yeah, well, you sent me something on that. Yeah, I loved I it. I tried to send
2: it, it to you. Yeah, yeah well, the yeah. file was too big. I couldn't. I couldn't trick my system into sending to you. But I'll figure a, a way to do that. It's on YouTube, I'm sure somewhere. But um, he, he's such an advocate for America First and a champion of President Trump. And you know, I, I don't want to get the, the energy too favorable. We still need to treat it like we're 30 states down, but. I think it's going to be a a blowout. I said in February I thought he'd be the first president to get 100 million votes. I still think that'll be true.
1: I'm with you, man. I I, I can't give you the numbers, but it just does not feel like a losing re-election campaign. It doesn't look like one. It doesn't smell like one. It doesn't sound like one. It doesn't feel like one. And just the kind of thing you're doing and the and, and the, um, the kinds of things we heard from Sandy and Kristen earlier in the um, last hour, I, I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen anything like it for Romney, McCain, Bush, Dole, uh, whom I forget in any of the Bushes for that. I've just never seen anything like it.
2: Yeah. Hey, have a blessed show. I appreciate the service, sir.
1: I appreciate you, too. Thank you, Dave. Thank you so much. Um. When he's mad and nervous, it's a good thing. By he, I don't mean Dave. I'm sorry. I, not a great transition. I mean Michael Moore. I mean Michael Moore. He was right in 2016. I think he's right again now. Bill, do you have that audio from Michael Moore yesterday? Possibly. <laughs> uh, oh, that's okay. The Michael Moore audio, if you have it. Y- yeah has tightened virtually
2: every one of these swing states. Listen, don't believe these polls. The Trump vote is always being undercounted. Uh, Pollsters, when they actually call a real Trump voter, the Trump voter is very (laughs) suspicious of the deep state calling them and asking them who they're voting for. Whatever they're saying the Biden lead is, cut it in half right now in your head. Cut it in half, and now you're within the four-point margin of error. Mm-hmm. that's how close this is that's how desperately close this is
1: yeah i think he's right i think he is right and he was he he said much the same about hillary clinton and donald trump in 2016 he's been saying it by the way uh throughout the last couple months in interviews that i've seen him speak michael moore um and of course um if he if he's nervous that's a good thing if he is shaking the dnc and the democrats to get it together and do for them what we are doing for our guy. That is a great thing. Um, okay, Jason in Phoenix. Hi, Jason.
2: Hey, Seth. Happy Friday.
1: Happy Friday to you, sir. How are you?
2: Doing great. Uh, I don't know if you've had a chance to read the endorsement from Jack Nicholas on the president, but uh, I think it's a great endorsement for everyone to read. Um, you know, Jack Nicholas is. Uh, I think courageous for doing it, given uh, you know what everyone's dealing with today. Um, but uh, you should, everyone should take a chance to read it. I,
1: I, I saw that Jack Nicholas had endorsed him. I haven't read the endorsement. How long is it? I'll go grab it.
2: I think mean, it's a it's a quick one, a couple paragraphs. But, oh great!
1: Uh, I'll go get it. I'll yeah, go get it. Yeah. Great, yeah. I'll, I'll read it. I appreciate it. Did you? Did that sing to you more than Brett Fav I can never say it like on that like in the movie Something About Mary. Did that sing to you more than Brett Fav's Favre's Fav Favre Brett Favre's endorsement of the president?
2: I you know, for me personally a little bit more. Um okay. just you know, I think uh I look to to Jack as as a little bit more maybe respected in in a number of different uh you know, not only in the golf world, but in the business world, and yeah, all the
1: so. work he's done with the hospitals and charities. Yeah, and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's great. Well, thanks. I'll but I another- will pull it up on the break and uh, and we'll uh, read it uh, before the hour's out. I think we'll have a chance to read it on air. I appreciate you uh, recommending it to us. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh, let me let me let me take a moment while I'm thinking about that. All right, here we go again. Brett Favre. Did I do it right, Bill? Well, the problem is he spells his last name F-A-V-R-E, but you have to say the R before the V even though it's spelled with the R after the V. That's why we all get, or at least I get caught up on it, as they did. Remember uh, in something about Mary, uh, what's his name? Kept getting caught up on it, too. He put... Yeah, Ben Stiller, he put this in, uh, thanks, he put this in um, his tweet, and I just, I'm, I want to read it for a different purpose. Brett Favre tweeted this, uh, I think it was this morning, yeah, this morning, my vote is for what makes this country great, freedom of speech and religion, Second Amendment, hardworking, working tax-paying citizens, police and military. In this election, we have freedom of choice, which all should respect. Okay, that that series of things he mentioned, and now I'll just run it through again. Freedom of speech and religion, Second Amendment, hardworking taxpaying citizens, police and military. Okay? You just take that list. You take that list. And you would think, would you not, you would think that that would be bedrocks and baselines of what this country is about. For both parties. For all parties. For all parties, whether you're a libertarian, a Republican, or a Democrat, you would think that these are not differences of principle. Freedom of speech, religion, Second Amendment, tax, hardworking, taxpaying citizens, police and military. These are institutions that everyone used to support or say they supported without regard to partisan preference. And what has shifted so dramatically what has shifted so dramatically not just in my lifetime but really in the last several months is that these things are not agreed upon and supported uniformly or universally universally regardless of your party I mean three of these things are in the very are, are in the Bill of Rights three of them Freedom of speech, religion, and then of course the Second Amendment. Speech and religion are both in the First Amendment. They, they they are not respected, saluted, or even really tolerated by the Democratic Party anymore. Second Amendment Second Amendment, that's been the case for a long time. Taxpaying citizens, police and military. Police and military. I don't think there has been such antagonism against the police law enforcement law enforcement as there has been against anything like there was except perhaps mm, 74 75 that there was against the military it's kind of a reversal if you will in that what was used to what used to be antipathy against the military in the mid 70s has now become antipathy towards law enforcement. Both shameful, both wrong. But things that never used to be in America, things that never used to be, there was a unanimity that we all supported these things, these institutions. We all did. These were principles we all agreed on. They aren't anymore. And that's what this is about. Well, welcome back to the Seth Leepson Show. It's a delight to bring on the show someone I used to do a bunch of work with back when she headed the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce down in Tucson. She is a current member of the Arizona Corporation Commission running for re-election, and that's Leah Marquez-Peterson. Her website, voteforleah.com, and Leah is spelled L-E-A, voteforleah.com. Hello, Leah. How are you? Good, Seth. How are you? I'm doing just fine, thank you. We've been trying to highlight certain races, uh, and some, you know, are more prominent than others, but you have a big one, and I would love to uh, have your um, have you uh, tell the audience a little bit about yourself and uh, how you grew up, how you came to be doing what you're doing, and why you're running for re-election on the Corporation Commission.
3: Oh, I appreciate that. And. So this position on the commission is statewide, though I live in Tucson. I'm actually the only commissioner based outside of Maricopa County, which is interesting. And my background is as a small business owner for decades in southern Arizona. And as you mentioned, about the last 10 years or so, I've been running the Tucson Hispanic Chamber, which was one of the or is one of the largest Hispanic chambers in the country. So really an honor to work with thousands of small businesses throughout southern Arizona. Um, I'm very proud to have been uh, selected to be appointed to the Commission almost a year and a half ago now Um, and so I have been learning quite a bit on the job as you can imagine and really was my priority being the affordability of rate you know I I heard that firsthand upon being appointed how uh, you know folks across the state were so interested in making sure that utilities were affordable and then coronavirus hit it's become even such an important issue because People are facing furloughs and small businesses that haven't recovered, and it's a lot of financial challenges. So I've tried to do all I can as a commissioner to ensure that we're protecting Arizonans and we don't have disconnections and uh, was uh, proud to be able to to push forth a $40 million rebate to APS and TEP customers uh, during the pandemic. Uh, just a lot of actions that I've been able to take during my last year and a half to do as much as I can to hold utilities accountable and keep rates affordable. So I really enjoyed the experience. It's been very uh, crazy uh, campaigning statewide uh, during coronavirus also, but doing my best to get out and about to all different corners of our state, and it really just has been an, an honor to serve. And, and looking forward to hopefully good results on Tuesday.
1: Yeah, I and it's been an honor watching you serve and watching you in your different uh, in your different positions over the years, Lee, and working with you as I said when you were at the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. I know your family is so tied to um, uh, the encouragement and the important work of encouraging small businesses. Small business entrepreneurialship, and I know it's not exactly uh, the um, the forte, the business of the Corporation Commission, and it's not exactly what uh, you're um, you're campaigning on in your reelection uh, on the Corporation Commission. But I would love it, as I know our audience would too, because this election has a lot of consequences up and down the line here. I would love it if you would just talk for a moment, if you will, even wearing your previous hat. Uh, about the importance of protecting small business in Arizona, too. Would you mind saying a word on that as long as we have you?
3: No, absolutely. absolutely. So, I mean, small business really is the backbone of, of Arizona. It's, it's our, our current economy. I mean, certainly in Maricopa County, we have a lot of large businesses. But in southern Arizona and rural Arizona, we're very dependent on thriving and growing small businesses. Um, and actually, as a corporation commissioner, I do have a couple of key roles there. We okay. incorporate all the businesses in the state. Yep. So I'm doing all I can to streamline that process, having been there myself as a business owner. Uh, instead of multiple agencies, what can we do to to, in, to have a one-stop business portal? And I've answered a lot of questions for businesses throughout the state. And then secondly, kind of after folks paying rent, their second most, uh, the largest uh, bill is often their utility. Yeah. So, talking about energy efficiency and, and what they can do to reach their particular utility, whether it be electricity or water or gas or wastewater throughout the state. Um, I think we're in pretty tough times, as you know, Seth, and, and all of your listeners do, that yeah. during COVID-19, so much has been shut down and some has come back and recovered. We're hearing a lot of restaurants that haven't you know, quite made it. Um, I actually still serve as the president of the National Association of Women Business Owners here in the Tucson area. Um, and even with our members, we're still concerned about 10 or 12 of them may not, their businesses may not survive. So we have a lot of work to do to really bring ourselves um, out of COVID-19 once we've got a, a vaccination and, and our nation is healing and our state is healing. But but it's a tough time. And I think it, it's been important to have a small business perspective on the commission. Um, you know, I'm, I'm bringing that in my, my experiences and my own business ownership and the the network and connections I have to this role at the commission and really doing my best to serve ratepayers throughout the entire state. And um, also kind of interesting, uh, I am the first Latina in a public office statewide in the history of Arizona, which is, is right? shocking to learn when I got is appointed. Is that right?
1: I, I uh, hadn't thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> I had not thought of that, Leah. Well, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you talked about the hard times. Of course, gosh knows we've been through them all. All of us have been through a lot of them this year. And yet I still see, op- I, I still, still see and hear optimism from my listeners. I'm optimistic. I think we're can do and can get and can get through it, don't you?
3: Absolutely. I mean, there's so much. You hear the word pivoting quite a bit during COVID-19. But I think so many small business owners are recreating their business, figuring out how to grow and scale or pivot to a different market Mm -hmm. so that they can survive. You know, business is not going to be the same as it was in the past, I don't think, as we've certainly seen technology and and, uh, online meetings and so on flourish. Um, but I, I absolutely have optimism around the small business community in Arizona. I think we're going to come out of this. I'm just not sure the timing. And of course, in my role at the commission, I want to do all I can to help, you know, families as well as small businesses thrive.
1: Of course, of course. Well, that's what you've been doing for many, many years, Leah. And we're glad you're on the commission. And I'm going to give your website out one more time for people who want to learn more about your help out. It's voteforlea.com, and Leah is L-E-A. And she is, of course, Leah Marquez-Peterson. Leah, thanks for just taking a few moments out of your, I know, busy day and telling the audience a little bit about your campaign. I really appreciate it.
3: Well, thank you, Seth, for having me on. I appreciate it. Have a great weekend.
1: You bet. You do the same, and Godspeed to you. I appreciate it very, very much. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine six zero is the answer. As we're talking um, about homes and as we're talking about businesses, as we go into the break, I want to put in a word for if you are in the market of selling your home, if you are in the business of selling your home or in the practice in the middle of selling your home and it's not going well, or if you're contemplating selling your home, you want to reach out to James Wexler of JMG Real Estate. James Wexler sells more homes over $500,000 than any other agent in Phoenix and Scottsdale. He is ranked the number one selling individual agent in Arizona. He guarantees to sell your home at market value or pay you the difference. And he can also make you an upfront guaranteed offer within just 24 hours of reaching out to him if that's easier for you. And no risk to you ever. James will always let you out of your contract at any time. Give him a call at 480-386-0711. Or reach him online at jameswexler.com. That's jameswexler, Wexler, W E X L E R.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Leibson Show, 6025080960. As the weather's changing, are you um, getting all the nutrients you need, all the uh, vegetables, all the fruits? If not, you want to try Balance of Nature. I take it every day, have been for over a year now, haven't gotten sick once. It's just probably the most effective whole food supplement on the market. It's the only thing I take. One daily dose of Balance of Nature has 10 servings of 31 different fruits and vegetables filled with tens of thousands of vital nutrients. It's a great product. I can't say enough about it, and they have a great deal right now. Free shipping and 35% off your first order of their fruits and veggies. Give them a call at 800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com. Make sure to use discount code. Balance. All right, where are we going to next? Millie in Phoenix. There's Millie. Finally, we got Millie.
4: Hi, Millie. Hi, Seth. Nice to meet you. <laughs>
1: nice to meet you.
4: I heard you've been.
5: You t- uh, said where my rallies are. Um... I think today. So thank you very much for doing that.
1: You've been spoken about a lot on this show, and uh, we are delighted to have you. You are evidently the uh, engine starter for all of these um, all of these uh, rallies that were not organized by the campaign, but by you and groups of volunteers, right?
5: Yeah, we just don't want socialism. That's all. We don't. That's all. We don't make any uh, money. We just don't want socialism.
1: It's that easy. <laughs> it's. I love it. I love it. Do you want to give a um, give our audience uh, the rundown of where we're where we're headed today? There's one in Gilbert, Scottsdale, three in Phoenix. You want to say where they are? I wrote it down. If you if you'd prefer me to do it.
5: Yes. So they are at an absolute blast. Um, if you don't have sick skin, don't go. <laughs> uh-huh. But. The silent majority is real, and we've all discovered that. So today there are one, two, three, four, five rallies, one in Gilbert on Baseline and Gilbert um, at One on Bell and Tatum at 430, one in Scottsdale on Alma School and Dynamite at 430, one on Carefree Highway and Cave Creek Road at 430 one um on carefree highway and the i-17 on 4 30 and then our big grand finale rally is on tatum and shea on saturday at 4 p.m so that's the that's the last one
3: that's fantastic. and then there's a maga
5: ride on sunday so we put on everybody else's stuff too um so yeah that's on sunday and then i'm sure we'll all be praying
1: that's fantastic <laughs> millie so, millie what do you do yeah. what, what what keeps you busy when you're not doing this kind of thing
5: um, so I work full time at a national laboratory um, out in New Mexico. So, yeah, this is a very part-time thing for me. So most of the time I'm working. <laughs> I, I just it. graduated college, and a bunch of my socialist friends befriended me oh. after years and years of friendship just because I wouldn't donate to um Black Lives Matter cause I don't support racism. Oh so my goodness gracious. <laughs> that was that was something. So then I decided to, you know what? I'm tired of being controlled. I just, I just want to be free. What? um, Because so many people died for that, for capitalism and for freedom. And so I just stood alone in July when they were looting and stealing and breaking into the Gucci stores. And I was like, you know what? If I'm going to be the, everybody's quiet, and if I have to be the one person that stands up. So, Millie, I love
1: it. I love what you said. I don't support. Black Lives Matter because I don't support racism. God love you. That's just, I love, I love yeah. the simpli- I love the the way you have taken complicated issues and boiled them down. We just simply don't want socialism. That's why you do what you do. Well, God love you. I hope, yeah. I hope you represent tens and tens and tens and tens of thousands of young people like yourself. I really do, and I think you do, and I appreciate I what so. you've been doing so. for I, our community. I, I just encourage
5: people to vote because my generation wants, everybody to pay for their stuff. They want everybody to pay for their stuff. So I would very highly encourage people to vote for Trump because we will be a socialist country if, if, if not. So I really hope that people start and schools start educating us about economics and what raising the minimum wage will really do to businesses. Because man, Seth is my generation is very entitled. <laughs> so I just I just encourage all the all everybody to vote for Trump and McSally. And no on all the props.
1: No, no on all the props. That's a good way to keep it simple. Trump McSally and then two no's. Millie, God bless you and Godspeed. Thank you for everything you. you do.
5: And thank you for what you do, Seth.
1: Thank you, Millie. God bless. welcome back to the seth leapson show what a pleasure it is when we get to hear from our state republican chairman chairwoman kelly ward dr kelly ward how are you
4: hey seth i am doing great wow four days till four more years
1: nicely Um, put
4: amazing it's coming down and it's going to come down to arizona folks so everybody better get out there and vote if you haven't already and uh yeah, I think maybe early voting's closed in most places for today, so that means it's election day for
1: us. Uh, Kelly, there's still a lot of things, a lot of people. I'm getting a ton of calls. I, I know your office has probably been in, inundated with reports in, of these, two. I am just getting a ton of calls from people who are going to these rallies that are not organized by uh, the campaign or, for that matter, the party. Different different corners in Gilbert and Scottsdale and Phoenix. It's It's just – I've never seen anything like it, Kelly.
4: Right, It's all over the country, Seth. It's, it's all over Arizona, for sure. But it's all over the United States of America. People are gathering together because this is a movement. It is not just a political campaign. It is a movement to save the United States of America from the dark, socialistic vision that, uh, well, Joe Biden's handlers, because I don't know that Joe Biden has any vision, and Kamala Harris have for our country. And um, people don't want that. They want us to remain free. They want American liberty They want to have freedom of speech. They want to be able to decide their their behaviors as long as they aren't illegal, that they are able to live with the government basically far, far away from them. And uh, I think President Trump is just doing an amazing job. He's talking about, you know, being – I don't know if you've seen the video. There's a video of the people in California putting up that giant Trump sign that looks yeah. like the Hollywood sign that says yeah. Trump yeah. and it basically says be a proud outsider when yeah. you know you're right don't give up continue on the path to make you know to make things right and that's what president Trump has done and that's what the people who support president Trump are doing every single day.
1: Absolutely right. I had um it, it, you you used, you said a few things. I want to go back to. Uh, we 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 don't want a, a country to go down a socialist path. One of the women who uh, has been organizing a lot of these events is is a young young lady. She's a recent college graduate named Millie. I'd heard stories of her, and she finally called in just uh, actually before uh you did, and I said to her, um, "Why are you doing this?" And she said, "Quite simply, we don't want America to become a socialist country."
0: Perfect 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 a a
4: thousand percent yeah and I just got back from Flagstaff I was up uh, with the vice president Senator McSally and Governor Ducey and Congressman Gosar and future Congresswoman Tiffany Shedd uh along with our Walt Blackman and Wendy Wendy Rogers and Brent Barton who are running in LD6 and it was just um it was packed packed house I mean Flagstaff didn't really you know they weren't that welcoming as a town because they uh (laughs) it's it's the home of of uh biden stickers and men in pedal pushers but it uh, we had a very very successful rally today up at flag
1: i love that uh this republican party trump's republican party dr ward's republican party it's going to places that you don't in the past we haven't in the past typically gone to i actually love that i wanted to ask you something this has been on my mind a lot lately it was on my mind uh back in the summer and it's it's just come back to me you mentioned kamala harris And the more I think about it, you tell me what your thoughts are on this, Dr. Ward. But the more I think about it, the odder or the bigger tell it was that Joe Biden selected her as a vice presidential nominee, it's it's not as if California was in play and he needed California. And thus he goes to a candidate who's not particularly great at retail politics. She ran for president and was out before Iowa. She didn't Mm -hmm. uh, receive any votes. But she does have one signature thing about her, which is being the most left-wing member of the United States Senate. And I really think people need to focus on that. I just do. And I, I wonder what your thoughts are.
4: Oh, yeah. She's, I mean, she's further to the left than Bernie Sanders, right. further to the left than Elizabeth Warren. Um, and so, you know, and, and they're – at least Bernie is a self-proclaimed socialist. And I thought it was pretty telling whenever they had the 60 Minutes piece and the reporter said, um, you've been called the most liberal or you've been rated the most liberal yeah. senator in the United States Senate. And she said, oh, well, ha, ha, ha. she had a yeah. very nervous, yeah. lying laugh or cackle. I call yeah. her cackling Kamala myself. Okay. But she um, – she cackled out and then said, oh, that was Joe Biden. And I mean, that was that was uh, Mike Pence, not Joe yeah. Biden. That was Mike Pence who said that on the debate stage. And they said, well, actually, no, um, that was this nonpartisan group that rated you as being the most liberal. And her ideas are so far to the left they are un- that, that they're un-American, um, whether it's the Green New Deal or the Green Bad Deal, as I like to call it, whether it's um, radical Uh, changes in policy related to climate change, whether it's a complete and total takeover of health care by the government so that you get what the government says you get. And uh, if you if you need something else, well, too bad for you. If the government doesn't give it to you, you don't get it. She believes that our rights come from government. We all know our rights come from God and our Constitution codifies that.
1: Dr. Ward, help me understand, help our listeners understand just a little bit what we can expect in Arizona Monday night. What are the chances we'll know about Arizona? uh, Excuse me, Tuesday night. What are the chances we'll know about Arizona Tuesday night, would you say?
4: Well, I mean, I I certainly hope that we will. I think, you know, I'd love to see a landslide win for President Trump that can't be disputed by the left. Um, You know, it's difficult because we've got Adrian Fontes that is the recorder in Maricopa County, our biggest county. And obviously, he's a partisan hack. He's willing to go against legal advice, even from his own counsel, because he thinks he's the king of the hill and that he makes the rules and that what he says goes. Um, We've also got Katie Hobbs in as secretary of state and and, uh, the chief election officer of the state of Arizona. That makes me very, very nervous. I wish that in 2018. We had been able to keep that seat in Republican hands, but it wasn't in the cards. But I will tell you this, the Republican Party of Arizona has been working diligently, daily, ceaselessly, tirelessly to make sure that we are contacting our voters, that we are getting our voters to the polls. We are outpacing Democrats day after day after day. They did have a a big surge in their turn in of their votes, But those were the expected Democrat votes. They aren't new Democrat votes. They're just voters that usually voted a little bit later, either absentee or at the polls. And instead, they decided to mail their ballots in. Republicans have been beating them day over day over day over the last eight days. And when it comes to Tuesday, we are going to have a resounding win, I believe, for President Trump and Republicans all the way down the ballot.
1: That's what I think, too. I was talking to your friend Mercedes Schlapp earlier in the day. She was saying that she has seen so many new people registering who didn't vote in 2016 just so that they could vote for Donald Trump. I don't hear a lot about that going in the other direction. Are you seeing it here in Arizona, too?
4: Right. I am not seeing people that are enthusiastic to vote for the Democrat ticket or because the Democrat Party has no ideas. Their biggest idea is we hate Trump. Well, guess what? President Trump has delivered on the promises that he's made. And I can't wait to see what he delivers in the next four years. Uh, You know, this week we had a a rally up in Bullhead City. We also had one in Goodyear on the same day. But for me, having the president in Mojave County, the place where I've lived for 21 years, never having a city president come to Mojave County was simply spectacular. And let me tell you this, 38 percent didn't vote in 2016 and 45, I believe 45 percent um, we're not Republicans.
1: Wow. Wow. Kelly Ward, great job. Thanks for checking in. We'll talk to you next week.
4: All right. Find your polling place, azgop.com.
1: Thanks, Kelly. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. It's a fun Friday by very virtue of what Kelly Ward said. Four days to four more years. Your show here on out this Open Lines Friday six zero two five zero eight zero nine six zero. Stan is in Phoenix. Hello, Stan.
0: Hello, Seth. Thanks for taking my call, sir.
1: You betcha. It's one of my favorite names. I've, I've just okay. always loved the name. There was a, a book I had as a kid about a Stanley. I just loved it. I've always loved it. So it's good to meet you, sir.
0: Well, same here, sir. Thank you. Um, have you discussed in the past appropriate, uh, I'm not sure how to say it, but use of rates, Uh For example, uh, one's identity uh, for... Uh, law enforcement reasons uh, to help find a suspect, so to speak, or uh, or other reasons uh, of, say, national security interest, uh, someone who could pull off something that would be of a certain race that others wouldn't be able to. I'm not sure.
1: Uh, I, I'm not sure if I've discussed what you're talking about. Um, I might have. Tell me a little bit more. You're saying. Let me see if I understand you, and correct me if I don't. You're saying how can race be used in appropriate ways? For example, an apprehension of uh, of uh, of a suspect, right? Is that what you or, or is that how you're putting it, or how are you giving it to me? Sure,
0: that's right. Uh, because there's obvious, you know, common sense. Uh, Ways that it would be not only appropriate, but necessary Um, in law enforcement or even in, um, let's say, someone was to, uh, as a part of the military or some other government, federal government organization, go into a setting where if they were of the wrong race, they would not be able to do the job.
1: If they are in the wrong race, they can't – now that's where I, – so I think I understood at least what I was saying on the first part. What, help me out on the second. If they're in the wrong race, they can't – of the wrong race, they can't do the job. You mean in, in local community policing, community policing-type situations?
0: No, I'm – now when I'm talking federal government, I'm thinking overseas, like a foreign agent. Oh, American I see agent, what you're overseas. saying.
1: I see what you're saying. Okay, thanks for the call. I think I, think I understand what you're saying. In other words – As opposed to conveying benefits in education or business or enterprise or any other realm where we stand with Thurgood Marshall saying that race should not be used, or at least stand with Thurgood Marshall in his brief to the Brown v. Board of Education Supreme Court in 1953 when he wrote the brief, that distinctions by race are arbitrary and Inimical. In are there places where it is benign and of course of course obviously for undercover purposes it would be obviously if you're trying to apprehend someone who fits a certain description i'd have to think about more examples but thank you for that